0: You do the Fandables Fandables and Hello and hey, welcome to me. Beyond the
1: Real <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, sorry to interrupt the masterpiece of a song, Bohemian Rhapsody But, that is one of the songs we're featuring tonight as a part of the show Because we'll be talking about Bohemian Rhapsody The biopic of Freddie Mercury, one of the movies that came out this previous weekend This is Beyond the Real, I'm Kyle
2: I'm TJ And I'm Colin
1: said tj i kind of slurred it i'm tj well, I was trying to say
0: as i was saying before this is bohemian rhapsody by queen but of course you know that um if you want to listen to the full thing you could of course go see the movie in theaters right now i don't think they do it all in one bit in the no, movie but, no, it's
2: not continuous ever but.
0: but yeah they got little bits and pieces we missed the show last week because of some scheduling conflicts but we're back we're gonna pick up the slack. Um, With our first movie we're going to be talking about tonight, which is Hunter Killer.
1: Nice. That's the movie I just saw like a couple hours ago. Um, So if you haven't seen the promotional material for Hunter Killer, it's a movie where a bunch of angry dudes and Linda Cardellini, famous for playing Velma. The live-action Scooby-Doo's. She's famous to me for doing that. I don't really know if anybody else knows her as that. Oh, no,
2: she's world-renowned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. No, I saw her in in Mad Men, and I couldn't take her character seriously because I I could only look at her and see
1: Velma.
2: I can't see anything
1: on my glasses. She's not in the (laughs) submarine, but there are some guys who are in a submarine in this movie, Mm -hmm. and they go and do a bunch of really crazy stuff that you wouldn't normally expect guys in submarines to do. And this is like – that's saying something because they're almost at war. They're like in a war submarine. What?
0: I think my, most submarines are war submarines. <laughs>
1: I just want to throw that out there. Not the yellow one from the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, it's not a war a one. Right well, I, can, like I can't really think of any everything.
2: like chill submarines. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just,
1: just get with my friends and hang in my submarine. <laughs> Unless it's like a
0: yacht. Can you imagine like a rich person yacht? They do have a
1: yacht in this movie, except it's a yacht that has mortars and missiles on it.
0: That's not a yacht, TJ. That's some kind of battleship. <laughs>
1: it's an angry yacht. <laughs> As I said, I have a cold and it's taking a toll on everything. Uh, so the movie,
0: what do you think? Yeah. Impressions.
1: Um, so all of us seeing the previews for this, we're like kind of looking at each other and saying, wow, that looks really average. Um, and we were right. <laughs> it is. It's really not bad. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was it had cliches coming out of its ears. Um,
0: was the sub leaking with cliches?
1: Not the sub itself. But it did happen. Leaks did happen in the sub. Well, I mean, spoilers, maybe. You're, you're watching a movie about a thing that's underwater. Of of course, some leaks are going to spring. Anyway, uh, it was really wacky. Like the scenario of it all, it was it was super cheesy and over the top. Like a lot more than I was expecting. And like even seeing the previews, that's what I was expecting it to be pretty out there. But it just got so crazy. Um, Jinkies. Like not like in an interesting way. <laughs> it just kind of did I I don't know I, it was two hours long which kind of surprises me a little bit it did keep me pretty entertained um,
0: for two hours that's amazing yeah. like I mean for most you know good movies that's not amazing but for an average movie
1: yeah it's it, impressive it had like a lot of things going on there were like different character groups going on because it wasn't just in the submarine there was like a mission on land like in Russia and then there was, like, Back in America with Linda Cardellini running around and being jinkies, jinkies, jinkies. Everybody, except, like, effectively. And people were like, okay, yeah, she probably knows what she's talking about. We should listen to her. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's Linda, Car-
2: Linda Cardellini is not the star of the movie, right?
1: No, she's not. She's just the only one I know.
2: <laughs> Does she wear orange
0: ever? No. Oh, man. Opportunity missed. That's like in Piranha when uh, Christopher Lloyd is on there, just once, just once. Say great Scott, but he doesn't do it a single time. So opportunity missed. Yeah, it's rated R. Why is it rated R though? Like that's what confuses me about it.
1: Um, they, how many times are you allowed to drop an F bomb before it becomes R rated?
2: You can drop it once in a PG thirteen safely, and then after that, it's R.
1: I thought it was three.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely one. And most times with PG thirteen movies, they censor it. You know, they yeah, do that they in like, Battleship. They do it, they yeah, do it they, twice. They
1: like have, mm. have somebody say like uh, like say the first half of the sentence and then cut it off with the sound effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like but, yeah. shows their
2: lips or something. Yeah.
1: They um they say it three times in this movie, and I think that's honestly probably why. <laughs> that's uh,
0: it. That's a super no, lame. No, wait. There's reason. people
1: getting shot in the head. Oh, <laughs> is it like really gory? It's not gory. It's just like people dying a lot. People just get super dead, and like, huh.
2: so it's not like super intense violence. It's just violence,
0: uncensored violence.
1: No, it is. It is kind of intense. It's I don't my know. favorite way to go camping. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> medium intense. In intense. six out of ten intense,
0: medium rare, intense. <laughs> <laughs> That didn't even make sense. Like, I don't know why you guys thought that was so funny.
1: Like, I only just it... got the pun. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: I was, it, I was laughing at yours because it just, like, because it made no sense.
0: It's what I do best, apparently. <laughs> no, that's what six TJ does best.
1: Six out of ten tenths, where six out of... Six tenths of my body is in the tent. Six tenths.
0: So, Hunter Killer, you think <laughs> anyway, that's, like, six tenths of...
1: Yeah, that? it's about six tenths of a good movie. <laughs> okay. For two hours. Make of that what you will.
0: Well, it's an action movie. It's not really disguising anything else. And a little bit more like a popcorn flick. Uh, not in the summertime, but uh, does that sound about right? Is my assessment? Yes. Kind of on point there. Okay. So if you're you're in for some cheap thrills, Hunter Killer might just be the movie for you.
1: There was like a little bit of a mystery at the start. Of like what is going on and where where is all where are all these attacks actually coming from? Mm-hmm. And then like halfway through the movie, I realized wait, they we know the answer to that now. Like I'm I'm waiting for them to reveal it and for like there to be like an answer. But like apparently we just knew, and I didn't pick up on it. Wait, something just happened. And is now it like Russians and Americans are sort of at war but sort of cooperating? Super, super weird. Is it something that like a good movie watcher?
0: They just don't treat it as like a big reveal, and they reveal it like slowly, and just don't treat it as like this big momentous moment. Momentous moment. There's
1: like, there is like, an understanding. Man, this is really hard to talk to without getting into spoiler territory. But
0: you don't have to get into it. It's okay. I mean, there's a mystery and it gets solved.
1: Yeah, it's just like, that's more the reason that's I brought that up. That's what Velma's is it's, there for. It's, it's, em, it's emblematic of like, <laughs> eh. how many How many ways do I really have to say that this movie is only okay? It's okay.
0: I, um, even... I've, I listen to some of the music while I'm cleaning theaters, and just listening to it, I feel like it's really um, consistent with the submarine theme. Like, I feel like they do a good job with the music. Or is it more like mediocre, or something I didn't you didn't notice?
1: Really, notice the music at all, which could, in a lot of cases, be a sign of good music because it just fits in. Yeah, like I definitely got the feel of the scenes as they were happening. There were there were some moments of genuine tension. Um, but that's not like outside of the submarine as well. So yeah, just Sound-wise, okay. The movie is pretty good.
0: And just okay in general.
1: It's just six out of ten.
0: Hunter Killer, so that's one of the movies. It came out last weekend. Like I said earlier, we missed last week's show. We had some scheduling conflicts. Um, we have a professional performer here who plays trombone that could not Sorry. miss his debut. Just kidding. He's been playing for a while.
1: Just kidding. He's not a professional. He's <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was waiting for.
0: Um. So, in case you missed that, we tweeted that out on our Twitter that we were going to miss last week's show. So if you were tuned into Mountain 91.5 last week and you didn't know why, you didn't get up beyond the reel. that's why. And that's how you can stay tuned in to everything that's happening with the show outside of 9 p.m. on Tuesdays. So Hunter Killer, do you have any final thoughts on that, TJ?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really looked for them, but they weren't there.
0: So, uh, the next movie I did not see, thankfully, but Colin got a chance to see it.
2: Nice, that's the movie that I saw a couple hours that? ago. Nutcracker and the uh, the Four Realms. Yep, yeah, yeah, that that's what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Oh <laughs> no, it's it's so forgettable that I forgot the title.
1: Nutcracker's famous Four Realms. You can't bring up the Nutcracker without bringing up his Four Realms as well.
0: I don't think Nutcracker's like a character. I think, you know, they're like Nutcracker soldiers.
1: Um, actually,
2: actually in <sighs> you the, me. In, the you pl- caught me in the Nutcracker, the Nutcracker is, uh, he is a character in like the actual Nutcracker story in the play.
0: I have seen a ballet performance of this. <laughs> okay. Was
2: it good? Yeah. I only know the music and, yeah, I, and cool. I like the music cool. and the music was my favorite part about this movie because they occasionally play music from the Nutcracker suite and I like it. And I also like the fact that Morgan Freeman is in it because every other character in Nutcracker on the Four Realms is British. And then when Morgan Freeman talks, he just talks. <laughs> He's just Morgan Freeman? He just talks like Morgan Freeman as is a complete American, just kind of out of nowhere. And I love that when it's jarring. So Nutcracker on the Four Realms is about a young girl named Clara. N- Clara and... Nutcracker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would have made this story a lot more interesting but uh she goes to a party one day and there's a ceremony for giving presents to everybody in which the presents are th- attached to a thread that like leads back to a central post people have to like follow the thread to get to their present and it's kind of a cool thing it turns out that her thread leads to an alternate dimension <laughs>
0: whoops best present ever (laughs) surprise multi-dimensional travel merry christmas (laughs)
2: like (laughs) and her thread is like it's attached to something that she gets early on in the movie it's a story thing but i just thought that was so strange like this girl she just she follows this thread all the way to another plane of existence
0: (laughs) (laughs) is it the phantom thread
2: I wish I don't I don't get it. I know that's a reference, but I don't it's get it. It's just a movie title. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's okay. Um, so, then she goes to the four realms where the three realms are at war with the fourth realm and Kieran Knightley is the head of one of the three realms and she is remember remember Tilda Swinton in The Hunger Games and how she plays that one character that's like really weirdly made up? You know who I'm talking about.
0: Um, what's her name? Is she the one that reads off the 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 like notes? Yeah,
1: yeah. She uh, a lot of characters in Hunger Games are really weirdly made up. To be fair. No, but like she's the weirdest of them.
0: Yeah, she's the one that reads off the 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 names. Yeah. And you're like,
1: here are the tributes.
0: I forgot her
2: name yeah, though.
1: She sounds exactly like that.
2: I, I think that name will come. But anyways, you were okay. saying. But anyway, Kira Knightley is the equivalent of that.
1: And she talks in a really high, inauthentic British voice, and Whoa. it's off-putting every sentence that she makes. I really hated. It I hope you keep doing from that the for beginning. the rest of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're locked into that voice, Colin. You can't.
2: That's
1: not true. Sure. Please don't do it anymore. Oh, well. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but that was that was extremely off-putting, and it was just an inauthentic, and it was kind of like this movie. It was just it's really hollow. It's just it's just there for disney to make some holiday money i thought i'd apparently not there there wasn't uh there wasn't anything really noteworthy about it it's got no it's got no soul none of the characters have any any real depth the ma- even the main character the actress does what she can but the character's only personality trait is that she's smart which admittedly if you only got to if you only have to choose one personality trait intelligence is a pretty good one to go for but Outside of that, she just has no personality, and the story goes exactly in the direction that you think it's going to go. It's flashy. The $130 million budget seemed to mostly go to the costumes. Just the costumes. <laughs> yeah, ju- just the costumes. And they're elaborate, and they're pretty to look at for a little bit. This movie, The movie's also clearly made for kids. The message that it sends is a fairly traditional one that doesn't have a lot of depth to it. And that's, that's okay. This movie was clearly not made for people in my age range, (laughs) but the kids might get a little creeped out by it because it kind of goes that Alice in Wonderland route where some of the stuff that works in animation and is rendered over to live action doesn't translate extremely well. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's some very creepy imagery in the fourth realm that I can imagine not going over well with some of the younger kids.
0: Well, even the other realms too, like the really fantastical, um, I found myself being a little like, off-put by some of the visuals. I mean, maybe it's because I only saw like little bits of it and I didn't mm-hmm. actually watch the full
2: movie. But Oh, no, it's, it's off-putting pretty much all around. The realms are chosen really randomly. And another thing is that this movie, the story is almost completely disconnected from the Nutcracker uh, mythos. Really? But, yeah. If you were to, if you just change a few names in the movie, it's not about the Nutcracker at all.
0: Why would they do that?
2: Because people hear the nut, see the Nutcracker name and it's like, oh, that's a holiday thing. I know what that is. So then it's a lot more interesting. It very easily could have just been called the four realms. Yeah. But well,
0: they, they should have tried to tell the, the, Traditional story, yeah. Just in a live action movie, like why? I'm really baffled. Why do you think it they made it better? No, it made it a lot worse. It made it a
2: lot worse. Just
0: made it like a formulaic Hollywood live action rendition, heaping pile of garbage. I didn't even see this movie, but that's what I'm getting from it.
2: Yeah, it's it's it feels lazy. It feels like nobody in it actually wanted to tell an interesting story. It it feels mandated. Mm-hmm. More than anything, Disney was like, "Okay, well, we got the Nutcracker license, and the holiday be coming up, so let's make something. It wasn't even
0: released near the holidays, though. That's, Thanksgiving hasn't that's even a, happened.
2: That's weird, so, so many things about this movie just don't work,
0: and you know, all these weird things make sense why it's made so little money this weekend.
2: I'm totally okay with that, and it's not like it's not like it was ever. It's not like it's going to break the bank. It's got a really big budget. They might lose some money on this. I'm not sure.
0: I honestly hope they do. Like, I I hope Disney learns a lesson from this, that they can't just pump out soulless crap and, you know, their, their fan base is not just going to crawl all over it. Obviously, I have some bias against Disney. Um, they do fine with, like, Marvel or whatever. But the actual Disney brand, traditionally, obviously I have some problems with it, but... I really hope that Disney learns a lesson with this, and Hollywood as a whole, really.
2: I mean, what, what was the last thing you saw from Disney that wasn't Marvel that you were general that you were genuinely like impressed with?
0: Not including Dis- Disney Pixar.
2: Not including Pixar. I think Pixar is also its own thing. I liked Wreck It Ralph.
0: Yeah, that wasn't. That was just Disney.
2: Yeah, that was just Disney. There's a
0: couple Disney animated movies that are. I also liked good. Big Hero Six. That was also Disney. Yeah, see, those are fine. Yeah, I just. I I'm very much against just retelling old cartoons. This is obviously not a cartoon, but it's mm. kind of a trend to retell it's old cartoons. Well, it's a series in live action.
1: It's not just a, like a trend. It's like something they've said we're gonna do this. This is a series. We're I really don't one. like it. Oh well, I, I saw
2: the trailer for the live action Aladdin. That yeah, that one came that out was attached to this before. Oh, really? Yeah, before this. Yeah. Wow.
0: I just I'm I hate it. It's it's uh, like, pandering to the fan base. Granted, if I was really into Beauty and the Beast, I'd go all over it, and the fans did. But I, I maybe put a little bit more effort into it. Obviously, it put a lot of effort into Beauty and the Beast, and that's why it was so good. And I guess they didn't want to do that for the Nutcracker?
2: No. Well, Kira Knightley also isn't a huge... She's not, like, a huge bankable star like if you put her in, if you attach her name to a project that's not going to make money just because of that. Mhm. And it feels like they just kind of they kind of dumped it in the theaters hoping to get some cash. And I really don't like that and I really don't like this movie because of it because of how it really reeks of that. Helen Mirren is in it too and she clearly doesn't want to be.
0: <laughs> I love when that happens.
2: <laughs> Kieran Knightley she looks like she's having she's trying to have fun with what she's given Mm -hmm. i remember at one point i looked at her hair and i thought you know that actually looks like cotton candy like it looks like they just put some cotton candy like on her head and then wouldn't you know she gets really stressed at one and then she reaches behind her head grabs some cotton candy that eats it (laughs) whoa because she's the she's the overlord of the land the realm of sweets Mm. In this, so... Princess Bubblegum.
0: Vanellope Von Sweets.
2: I
1: like Adventure Time.
0: I like Wreck-It Ralph.
2: I like Cotton Candy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyways, final thoughts on The Nutcracker. It's not and good. The Form Realms.
2: It's, it's, not, it's not good. I'm glad I saw it at a discount because of the t- uh, Tuesday tickets. I would not pay to see this movie if it were... if it, if it were on TV and you're leaving the kids home for the afternoon and you got to put something on that you know they'll be entertained with,
1: probably find something else. Peter Rabbit. Yeah, put Peter... on Peter Rabbit. <laughs> well, honestly, or or Paddington 2. That could work as well. Definitely put on Paddington 2 if you have access to it. Oh,
0: Paddington is so good, DJ. <laughs> yeah. Paddington. I, and...
1: still, I still really want to see it now. I
0: haven't even seen the first one. I saw the second one, though, and it was like, oh, it's so good. It's so wholesome. <laughs> Man, it's a perfect movie. For a yeah. while there, it had 100. percent I think there's only one critic review for Paddington 2 and that he's a known contrarian. So,
2: hey, I bet it's Brett Easton Ellis.
0: Did you Pro- probably? Are you talking about the guy that did it for Get Out?
2: No, um, but he's he's a known contrarian.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Because there was there was a guy that did that for Get Out too. For a while, Get Out was um 100, and then one critic was like.
1: Mm. I'm gonna be the one who breaks it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll be the special one.
0: This is why we can't have anything nice.
2: Well wow, that really—I think that really speaks to how Rotten Tomatoes has shaped the review
1: landscape.
0: That someone wants to just go against the grain.
1: Yeah. Well, people are Fair. always going to want to do that. It's just like that specific circumstance, I guess, encourages mm. it. Never yeah. mind. Ignore what I just said. Anyways, Paddington
0: right. Two. Wow. Great, great movie. I'm not not even being ironic. Like when we reviewed it, I think it was last semester. I was going all over it.
1: Yeah, you seem really sincerely to love it. That's why I'm so curious about it. Uh,
0: So, anyways, Nutcracker, not really worth your time. Not, not
1: really worth your time.
0: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of movies that aren't really worth your time, (laughs) I have strike three. The pleasure, the absolute pleasure. Of watching Nobody's Fool, one of Tyler Perry's movies that I am really upset that I have to watch them. I think this might be number three. There's probably another movie that I haven't even, like, remembered. Like, I completely forgot it. I suppressed the memory. Another Tyler Perry movie. There's Boo 2 and Nobody's Fool.
1: I saw Boo 2.
0: Yeah, we both saw it together. It was pretty bad. And this one is really bad, too. Um the sequel before I totally
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Perry's new movie pretty bad (laughs) soon to be followed by pretty bad too anyway
0: (laughs) anyways I I want to say the one good thing about nobody's fool is Tiffany Haddish's performance uh she was really fun to watch I mean just be like super eccentric ridiculous crazy she does a lot of really funny voices which sounds dumb but like she is a very animated actress in this movie like she is almost to the level of like a jim carrey minus the physical comedy aspects of jim carrey's comedy does she walk like
2: her back is sore
0: occasionally yeah because
2: okay, it sounds like she carried the whole movie
0: ah, <laughs> no she didn't carry it's it. it's
1: a good coincidence that she actually does occasionally according to kyle
2: she doesn't does, like carry the movie. No,
1: walk like her back is.
2: Oh, oh she
0: does. A, yeah, a couple times. But <laughs> oh. if if the movie was to be carried, and Tiffany Haddish tried to do it, she like kind of wrapped her arm around the hips of it and like kind of tried to pull it that way. You know, like you, you know, lift like the other way. Yeah. That's about as much carrying as she did, and she tried really hard, mind you. It's just it was too much. The
1: movie was really determined to not be carried
0: apparently so on to the stuff i absolutely detested um first (laughs) of all about why
1: i hated it let's talk about why i hated it yeah
0: yeah nobody's fool man um sounds like the audience was the fool i i I also want to throw it out there that if you like tyler perry's movie movies please don't be uh discouraged from seeing it just because of me obviously these movies aren't for me but I'm going to hate on it anyways. So, uh, nobody's fool. Uh, the boo crowds going to
1: go after you. <laughs> yeah.
0: They already have their pitchforks ready.
1: I don't know. I, I... <laughs> we've, we've talked about how I kind of thought boo was fun. So <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> You're gonna... Nobody's fool. <laughs> nobody's I don't want to hear it.
0: <laughs> uh, so anyways, the movie is an hour and 50 minutes long. It should have been an hour and 20. Uh, they had a good story structure. You know, it was a, it was a decently structured movie with the story, and it should have been finished a half an hour before it was and then they completely just dropped in another story element in there like a whole nother conflict for the entire movie and then the end was dealing with that conflict and when that happened like i thought it was wrapping up it felt like a long movie because it was so bad um and i was sitting there i was like oh it's over you know this is really nice they wrapped it up well and then they're like just kidding you got another forty minutes. Oh no! What? I mean, forty minutes. Maybe like thirty-five. I don't remember yeah, when it I was happened. Expecting you to
2: say Feels like, like forty minutes.
0: <laughs> Honestly, though, and when that happened, I was I was doing a screening, so uh, there was like two other people in there. Um, another
2: forty
1: minutes.
0: <laughs> I, I I pretty much yelled. I, I was so upset when it <laughs> happened because, like, you know, as soon as it happened, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna go on forever," <laughs> and the plot is not good. Uh, the Morals are just terrible. I mean, really antiquated ideas of gender roles, which is so weird for, like, any modern movie to have this. Maybe I'm just used to movies about more than just, like, banging dudes. I don't know. Like, that's kind of what it is. Like, the main character is entirely unlikable. She's self-destructive and makes horrible decisions. Like, she's getting, like... The whole the whole story of the movie is that like all of her friends think that she's being catfished. And yeah. then also her sister gets out of uh prison and like lives with her. Uh,
2: Tiffany Haddish is are not the completely... main character.
0: <laughs> Tiffany Haddish is not the main character. Oh okay. Tika Sumter is. And there there's some fun back and forth between the two, but the main character is just the worst. I I mean maybe that's why I hate it so much, but I really didn't like her. Because she made terrible decisions. All of her friends are trying to convince her that she's getting catfished. And granted, I know people in that situation. It's hard. And if you've ever been catfished, I imagine you'll tell me how wrong I am. But the way that she was portrayed in Nobody's Fool, it was just bad. Uh, Her personality sucked. Uh, Like, she didn't want to, like, she did terrible at work, unproductive. She was a jerk to this, like, coffee shop man. Like she was a complete jerk to him forever and then wrongs him at least twice, like completely like screws him over twice, and of course everything works out in the end. And then that yeah, and then I don't like the, the main male lead either because he he was a really nice guy and stuff, but he just put up with too much crap. So sorry if I spoiled some of it but You I don't mean,
2: you don't sound very sorry.
0: You're not going to see this movie for the story, okay? You're going to see it for the comedy, and like I said, it's probably not for me because Tyler Perry's comedy obviously does nothing for me. Uh, So, you know, you're going to go see the movie. You're going to laugh at the stuff that's supposed to make you laugh, hopefully. So that's what I think about Nobody's Fool. I was a fool for going to see this. And you did it, Kyle. If any of that sounds bad to you, you'd be a fool to see it as well. So, well,
1: I, you did try pretty hard to make it sound bad. So,
0: yeah, I, I also want to, like, like, I said multiple times, it's not for me. So, if you yeah. think you know if this movie's for you, go see it if you want, go see Nobody's Fool if that kind of movie's for you. I think that's the worst I've ever grilled a movie. <laughs> and Tyler Perry's got me worked up because. I mean we've gone over it like multiple times. Just every time Tyler Perry gets mentioned, I could just get really upset.
2: Man, I remember when I saw Acrimony and I came back and we started talking about Tyler Perry. Your face got like red.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that I kept my cool this time. I wanted to like calmly and strategically tear this one apart. And
1: instead you just tore it apart strategically. <laughs>
0: Anyways, finally onto a movie that has some heart.
2: Finally onto a yeah. good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that we liked. So, who
0: wants to start with Bohemian Rhapsody?
2: I'll start with Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not a huge Queen fan at all. I'm a very casual Queen fan. I only own one of their albums. So, I didn't have a ton of interest vested in this movie. That being said, I really liked it. I thought it was a an above average biopic for sure. And the story that it tells was really well told, I thought, for the most part. The first third is a bit slow when they kind of set everything up and get the band to meet. And everybody starts getting to know each other a little bit. But once they start introducing the sequences of live performance, which are incredible, Mm -hmm. the staging and the setup that they have for the concerts in this are spectacular. Then, at that point, it really got me to care about what was happening. So it took a little bit, but I was truly invested in what was happening in Bohemian Rhapsody. The big thing that everybody's going to talk about with this, I think, is is Rami Malek's performance as Freddie Mercury, and he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, he's great.
1: He's Um, really good. He's Um, such a good actor.
2: They even did the dental thing to make his teeth look like Freddie's. He's eccentric and he owns the screen whenever he's on it kind of like the real freddy i presume yeah and if you're a queen fan i gotta imagine that this was an incredible thing for you
1: well i've heard from a couple people that like it's it's pretty inaccurate there's it's not very I, true to i've
2: s- i've read a lot of that mm-hmm. i've looked and read some stuff after seeing it to see how well it would hold up
0: There, I watched a video and a couple things were like um, the timing of the writing of "We Will Rock You" Mm -hmm. was a little weird. Um, They portrayed the Live Aid performance like I think he was diagnosed with AIDS after Live Aid. It was one of them. It was like
2: years after Live Aid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, there are some inaccuracies, but I feel like the things that they changed created a more. Um, I don't want to say intriguing, just like a a better story.
2: It works well. It works much better for the movie. Like yeah.
0: framing the live aid as the well, the climax.
2: Sure, yeah, there's there's nothing better that they could have ended it with than yeah. that. And I had seen the video the video of their live aid performance beforehand, mm-hmm. and they recreated it in the film perfectly, it was perfect. Like I have no idea how much time they spend studying the choreography and what they had done and looking at the stage and seeing where things were placed. But it's, it's very, very dedicated. Mm -hmm. And I, I very much appreciate when filmmakers do painstaking effort to portray things like this.
0: I feel like when there's inaccuracies and we had to look these up, I don't, you know, none of us are like queen historians. We're too young for that. Um, but I, like, I feel like we forgive the movie for those inaccuracies for how much effort was put into the Live Aid concert.
2: And the other concerts.
0: That's true, yeah. You know, there, are a lot, of there
2: are a lot of performance scenes with the band and like, different get-up and doing fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're electrifying, truly. like Those were the portal that got me to want to like it was the concert scenes. And after that... It got me to start paying attention to the character work in between it, and I really like those. Those were the high point of the movie for me.
0: There's something about seeing a well-known person being portrayed on screen and recreating that 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 person in their life in their person. Did I say personality yet? Um, and I'm a sucker for that. So uh, I just believed every single character on screen i don't think there was a single one maybe like his parents like his family immediate family but for me i completely shed all my disbelief and i bought into all of queen as as who they were um and i don't know i I don't know if that's a testament to their performances or how the story's told but i like they were the real people to me
1: yeah um I agree with
2: that for most of it. I couldn't buy into Mike Myers. That's that's not a spoiler. He's his name is in his name is on the poster for a lot of for a lot of the marketing material for this. That's not a spoiler that I'm saying is in this. What do we do. I don't know who, who
0: yeah, I'm kind of confused about? too.
2: He Oh, he was the he was the record producer.
0: Oh my oh. god, that's why he looks so familiar. I yeah. had no idea. Oh, I, wow. I
2: I picked up on his voice right away. It's like, oh, Shrek's a record producer now. That's so cool.
0: Wow, I had no idea. Huh. I'm glad I didn't know, because no. I think I would have had the same experience as you.
1: You said uh. Mike Myers, and like, Kyle and I kind of looked at each other. And were like, and I was is, like, what is like for talking punchline. <laughs> like, mm. you're telling a joke, right? No, no, he's, he's in it. <laughs> oh, all uh. right.
2: Wow.
0: Uh. I had
2: no idea. Wow. I had no idea either. I just... I just knew.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also the Live Aid performance, I didn't time it, but I think it might be 15 minutes long in the movie. Like, 15? Eh, three? 15. Oh. They do three songs, I think.
1: I was gonna say if it was 50 minutes long.
0: They start with uh, the beginning of Bohemian. They go to
2: Radio Gaga. Do they go
0: right into the Radio Gaga?
2: This is the second or the third, yeah.
0: I think they do at least four songs. And the real Live um, Aid concert, there's like Six or seven, so they cut out two. They they cut out. Um, we will rock you, but they do. We are the champions at the end. Um, but it's it the continuous sequence, and of course, all the painstaking work they made to make it accurate. I think it was cool as a movie audience to experience that. And when I was watching it with, um, I saw it on opening night, which is a nice. uh, is a treat and a privilege. I, it made me watching that concert maybe want to sing along because a lot of in the movie talking about we will rock you and we are the champions it was like audience participation and getting the audience and everybody's queen and stuff so it made me want to like sing in the theater and it was almost like I I think somewhere people are watching this movie and they're all singing in in the theater and I think that'd be a really powerful experience because like everybody yeah. knows we are the champions yeah. you know. Or, like, We Will Rock You, if they actually did that, like, the stomping and the clapping. Like, if the audience did that, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, like
1: but a bunch it, of Queen fans. Yeah, but yeah, it made me
0: want to do that. And, like, when I'm cleaning theaters, I always sing Can't Stop Me Now. Don't Stop Me Now. Don't <laughs> Stop Me Now. Sorry. <laughs> Obviously, can't I don't stop, sing it. No,
1: can't Stop I Me mean, Now.
0: I mean, don't, don't stop me. Yeah. Can't Stop Me. Anyways, I'm always singing it. So, like, it, it just has that kind of effect on me. So.
1: It is that kind of song. Um, um, can't stop, won't stop. Also, I just want to say, this movie is called Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought it was going to be about the making of the song Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's actually about Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. and the name Bohemian Rhapsody kind of applies to the story that is told of his life. So. It,
0: yeah, you know, I I expected the making of the song to reflect more. Like, I thought he was digging more into his personal life than... Um, what it actually was, but there were a lot of parallels between the song and his personal life with his parents and yeah, his upbringing
1: well i just I just like the name of it like they, they specifically define rhapsody in the movie, like they make sure the audience knows that it's oh it's like a it's an epic poem, mm-hmm. and it's like a sort of a, a big story about someone, so yeah, that's cool, I thought that was cool. Yeah, a good it's, a, name for the movie. it's
2: a good meta um, bit. It's nice.
0: Yeah. Also, one of the things that I like about this movie is that, like we said earlier, we're not really Queen historians, but I walked away from the movie thinking there are a lot of really popular songs that it, Queen just had such a variety of music. There's so many different styles, and somehow it's cohesive that I walked away thinking, oh, yeah, that song's by Queen. You know, they're. they're you listen to these songs and not really in the frame of reference thinking about who made them. And there's just so many different ones like, um, fat bottom girls. Oh yeah. Um, killer queen queen song fat. Yeah. Well maybe it's (laughs) their rendition of it, but they have a version of fat bottom girls. Oh wait, they
2: play that in the movie. Never Yeah, I feel stupid.
0: I'm pretty sure it was originally by queen. So like, that's (laughs) like a more rock tune. There's killer queen, Mm -hmm. um, radio Gaga, which is like really poppy. And of course, Bohemian Rhapsody This is just like We Will Rocky, We are the champions. Both of them. Like these are all like just so culturally ingrained, and they're all by Queen.
1: Yeah, it's like they're all collected into this one place. And like I had that experience too. Or like as I was watching the movie, it's like I knew they were all by Queen, but like it's just like they just kept coming, and I was like, these, it's it's crazy that this is all the same band. They've mm-hmm. just had such a like they've got a lot of songs that people know yeah. for me like, it was like, looking at that and seeing no just else.
2: how influential this band is yeah and it, the presence that they have in music history and rock history
0: it reminds me of the the scene when they're first in the recording studio and they're like experimenting i thought that scene was so cool because like that's oh, how yeah, they started yeah. off and you know they record it and then you're like, mm, I don't know about that. That sounds boring. Let's get experimental. Just,
2: just like yeah, they, they, stuff on yeah each they, other. they put, like, yeah. co- they put, like coins on the timpani to try and yeah. make some cool sounds. Yeah,
0: and then at yeah. one point, someone just, like, whacks a microphone over, like, <laughs> and then, like, the uh, whoever owns the recording studio walks in and is like,
2: who are these guys?
0: You know, and they probably, he probably gave them a big break, but it's like, that team was so powerful because, like, they were, they were nobodies at that point, and they had a vision, a lot of it was po- driven by Freddie Mercury throughout the career, but as a group, they had a vision and they had so much talent yeah. and they emphasized how they were just a group of misfits. You know, there's, um, was it, an astrophysicist, um, <laughs> who? someone yeah, who wants, yeah, to, he's the guitarist. Yeah. Someone who uh, what oh, man, I feel bad for not knowing his name. Um, Brian May is the guitarist. Yes. And he uh, was my favorite character in the
2: film. I, I liked him I, too. I liked him a lot.
0: Um, and then there's a dentist, and what was the, what was the drummer supposed to be? No, the drummer was the dentist. Sorry, I don't know those names. Like we're not, like I said, we're not a historian.
1: The drummer was not played by Orlando Bloom, right? No, he was not. No, I kept seeing him like from certain angles and being like, wait, that definitely yeah. looks like a Orlando Bloom, like being Legolas. <laughs> this,
2: this is me, but it's I not. I really like when celebrities are smart in real life. Yeah. like some somebody like Dolph Lundgren, who's a he's a movie star, but he was a Fulbright scholar at MIT, and he has a master's in chemical engineering. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So shocking like like the like dude's the dude's a genius, and he does not have to be in movies if he doesn't want to. And Queen's guitarist is, guitarist is like that. He has a Ph.D. in astrophysics, yeah, and he's co-authored two research papers about cosmic dust isn't that (laughs) so cool that's that's amazing i love that actually true yes it it is yeah he's he's co-authored two research papers
0: that that's the thing is that they emphasize so much about the group of misfits that all work together in their family and you know a lot of people say that kind of crap but i actually believed it
1: yeah watching it, i was like
0: i believe it a real real
1: drama movie yeah like
2: like it was really endearing
1: when you think about the kind of fights bands get into, it's all there. It's about Freddie Mercury, but it's also about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's it, certainly not perfect. There are some flaws, like the inaccuracies. I wasn't a fan of the editing at points, but overall, I mean, it was a great experience. If you're a music lover or you just love the music industry or want to learn some rock history, you got to go watch this.
1: You got to go watch this.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody. It's out right now.
1: There is this thing. So, Though that they do a lot in the movie oh, yeah. where some characters like, Oh man, I don't know about that. I don't think that's really gonna work out and then another character says like one thing and they're like, I am so on board with you right now <laughs> that's the most genius idea, you're gonna you're gonna kill it, kid. You're gonna be the biggest star and then he is.
0: Do you guys remember that one transition where it was like Talileo! and uh, on the farm you guys remember it? It was really hilarious. I don't. I don't. I don't want to spoil it because it's really, it's a really funny moment. Talk about bad, like my quarrels with the the editing. That was a really funny scene transition.
1: Overall, positives far outweigh the negatives.
0: Oh yeah. yes, um, absolutely.
1: But of course, since it's not perfect, you're gonna get a lot of people saying "Was Bohemian Rhapsody the worst band movie of all time?" <laughs> yeah,
0: critics are at sixty percent for this. Users ninety five. Like. People just want to have a good experience. It's something real, and the critics are tearing it apart.
2: Biopics are a hit or miss for a lot of the critics, and I think this one is seemingly like a middling for, middling one for them because it doesn't have a huge star attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's something that they really like. I, don't, I would love for Rami Malek to get some Academy Award nomination for this. I don't know if he would win or anything like that, but... Uh, Darkest Hour was a biopic that got a ton of love. Captain Phillips was a biopic that got a ton of love. Mm-hmm. And those both had very well-respected leads and really popular leads. I don't think this movie necessarily lands in that category, but I still think it's a terrific experience in the theater more than anything. I think I think it's a better experience than it is a film. Does that, that, yeah. that, yeah. that make any sense?
0: That, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like that. The film experience is, is better than the film itself. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Kind of like, well, no, I really like First Man. I was going to say like First Man, D-Box, but First Man was good all around. Okay, we talked about this for <laughs> a really long time. Obviously, we really liked it. I mean, we, our discussion lasted longer than Bohemian Rhapsody did, the song. So now we're going to jump right into our movie lib section of
2: the week. Right, jumping right into it, starting with a nationality.
1: Uh, uh, um, Martian Raider. Martian. Tuscan Raider. Martian. Okay. Sorry, Martian's
2: great. A place.
0: Mars? Broker. What'd you say? Broker. Broker.
2: Broker. 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 (laughs) Yeah. All right. Plural noun.
0: Hmm. Groceries. Should we go with a theme here?
1: uh, (laughs) Hairs. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know about that. One. Movies! Smiles.
0: <laughs> smiles. That's so
2: wholesome. <laughs> so, which one is it? Smiles? Yeah, we'll go with smiles. smiles. It took six tries, but we got smiles. one. Alright, smiles. A number:
1: 22. Nine and three-quarters. Fourth. <laughs>
0: Forth. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Fevin. <laughs> Fevin.
1: Actually, I'm going to write <laughs> no, Fevin. No, it's Feven. It's with an F instead of an F- S. So oh, man. Feven. Fevin. 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 Uh,
2: okay. Fevin. Got it. <laughs> Female <laughs> name.
1: Uh, Bud.
0: Hmm. See,
1: um, this is where Feven gr- works. Coraline. Gra- 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 What'd you say Grandma? You can- <laughs>
0: Coraline
1: Coraline Okay (laughs) Female name Grandma (laughs) Somebody's birth certificate Says Grandma (laughs) Grandma
0: (laughs) Destined And then they don't have children Ever
1: Adjective Whoa What a twist of fate
0: Um, Galactic Greasy
1: (laughs) Greasy
2: (laughs) Need another plural
1: noun
0: Another plural noun um, wet bones.
1: Did you say Gloves. <laughs> hand socks. Hand socks? Foot gloves. <laughs> foot, gl- foot gloves. What about hand shoes? What if they had shoes that go in your like hands? I like foot gloves.
0: Okay. So you could go on all fours? Yeah. When you, like, <laughs> climb up the stairs on you'd all be, fours? You'd
1: be like a person horse, otherwise known as a centaur. <laughs>
0: Put <laughs> a really weird version of it
1: Verb Frolic Clomp
0: <laughs> What does that mean? It's like a horse Yeah like a walking.
1: horse Alright Gallop rather Clomp Okay
0: <laughs> Gallivant <laughs> Plural noun Wolf. West coasts This is <laughs> it's too much of a mouthful man Uh Viruses
1: at Alexander's. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander's. Uh, I'm upset.
2: A <laughs> <sighs> uh, state of being squishy.
1: <laughs> Forlorn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> squishy. Yes. Oh,
1: Squishy's such squishy. Squishy wins. Low hanging fruit.
2: Uh, group. Like like family the um
1: b- um bomb squad <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow i had something cooking but what you had that blew me away
2: okay i want to i want to go through this really quickly right. and make sure that it works good
0: job <laughs> well you're tabulating thanks that made up for my lack of performance yeah, movie well, live I've had
1: a long streak recently of not having a lot of words, so this is very satisfying for me,
0: yeah. And you're kind of sick,
1: yeah. Oop. Well, that's helping, it yeah, because yeah, I'm, dude. I'm the, thinking, in, in less. this case,
0: it
2: was like a sick bruh,
0: TJ's bronchitis disagrees, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. This is sick.
0: <sighs> so uh, another part of movie lives that we didn't mention yet is audience participation. Follow us on Twitter, Beyond the Real on Twitter, if you want to participate in our movie libs every week. We tweet out the words that we're looking for for audiences to submit before the show, so you can all participate in this show. We all are queen.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot that makes Subtle. sense. I thought you just said it. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All
2: right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm about to just say something. Lay it out. Yeah. This week's movie lib is has more soul in it than the actual Nutcracker and the Four Realms movie. Which is what this is based on. Nice. Here it is The Nutcracker and the Feven Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm upset.
0: Oh my god. Okay,
2: please. Right, yeah.
1: Please do go
0: on.
2: A little Martian girl named Coraline <laughs> follows a greasy
1: thread that takes <laughs> her to Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> greasy thread to Kroger. It's just like got the uncooked sausage juices on it. Oh, geez. jeez. Jeez. In this place,
2: three smiles, the smile of groceries, the smile of foot gloves, and the smile of geese are at war with the fourth smile, the smile of Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> To stop this war, Coraline must enter the fourth smile and clomp the key, which will restore squishiness to Kroger. (laughs) Uh, A little, oh man, I forgot one. A little stinkiness for the holidays. A little stinky for the holidays, but fun for the bomb squad. Don't miss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we like it. (laughs) Don't miss the Nutcracker and the Febbit Smiles.
0: (laughs) Uh, 10 out of 10 would not diffuse. <laughs> You're welcome for that fun. Uh, that was good.
2: Thank you. That was I, good. I completely forgot to ask about it. I missed an adjective. That's right.
0: You got to participate this I'll week.
2: Give you yeah. one right
1: now. Oh yeah, quagmire.
0: <laughs> That's actually like a real word. It's not even just what is it
1: describing. It is not an adjective. Oh,
0: I think it is a real word.
1: No, it it's is a real, real word.
0: word. Just not an adjective. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we're on a time crunch. We got a, just a couple minutes to finish up the show. Um, movies that are coming out this coming weekend. The Grinch, speak of remade movies. um,
2: Yes, but this one is voiced voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. It is. It's made by Minion Men. But
0: it's made by Illumination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's known as Minion Men. So, The Grinch, again, like a month early from, you know, Christmas time, holiday season.
2: I'm listening to Christmas music already. I don't know about you.
0: (sighs) Anyways.
1: All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: The Girl in the Spider's Web, which I... I think it's related to... The Girl, Girl with the the th- Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Yep. I don't know exactly how it's connected. Maybe it was a book in the same series, but that one looks intense. Like, real intense. Um, and then the last one, Overlord, which I'm pretty intrigued by this one I'm as well. I'm
2: pretty intrigued by this one. I've never heard of it before in my life. I don't know a lot about it, but I like J.J. Abrams enough that I'm willing to check out a project if his name is attached to it.
0: Yeah, it's basically like World War II. These paratroopers get dropped in, and... They discover like this research facility, like Nazi research facility, and mm. really messed up stuff is going on. Mm. So that's Overlord. That one looks really fun. So we might get some decent movies um, this weekend. I'm sure the Grinch will be fine. Yeah, I won't be a Grinch about it. Um, moving on to a couple new stories that we had in the last two weeks. One of which is if you're a Star Wars fan, I'm sorry to let you know that Boba Fett is a hundred percent dead there. Uh, yeah. he died in the Sarlacc pit and there will not be a Boba Fett story from that point onward in the timeline.
1: Is this? this is a news.
0: Well, there are people that were like, Oh, Boba Fett gets out, you know, like there's a whole thing about it. And like in the extended universe, he actually gets out or what is it? It's not extended. The, the
2: book expanded universe. Thank you.
0: Um, uh, he got out in the expanded universe, and he's, like, actually alive and kicking. But they confirmed it. Uh, obviously, Star Wars is kind of... Uh, has to focus in for the main story because of Solo's performance.
2: Yeah, they got a Disney decided that they got to pull the reins back a little bit.
0: And there is a TV show. I believe it's just The Mandalorians. Maybe? Yeah. Mandalorian. By John Favreau, I think. So they got those things cooking, touch. but no Boba Fett movie because he's dead. Unless it's before the events of... Um, return to the Jedi. I mean, they
2: could always just do what they did with Solo and call it Fett. Yeah, I don't
0: think that or sounds as good as Bulma. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
0: and then also, um, all the stars return for Hitman's Bodyguard sequel. So that's Oh, I love that song. Um, <laughs> it's a movie.
1: Oh, somebody once told me the world is gonna <laughs> smash mouth. I so, anyways, smash in the mouth. Hitman's
0: Bodyguard. <laughs> if you like that movie, the sequel will have. All the main stars. And we're going to conclude real quick with our movie showcase for the week related to Bohemian Rhapsody because this movie cemented the song into pop culture and that is Wayne's World, the scene in the car with him rocking out.
2: My friend was telling me about an interview that Mike Myers did about this movie. He said he's really come full circle since doing Wayne's World <laughs> to now starring in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. telling
1: them not to do the song. Yeah, that's really
2: funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good. The, another funny part is that there's one of his lines of dialogue is talking about how Bohemian Rhapsody will never be a successful single. It says, it's not something that kids can bang their heads to. Oh my
0: god, that makes it so much better. Yeah. I... Just connected that. Wow, that's amazing. Because I thought of Wayne's World. It's funny because I thought of Wayne's World and Mike Myers was the one that said it. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh
2: man, that that works so well for you, doesn't it? Wow. Wow,
0: wow nice. Talk about a movie-going experience. Yeah, blowing my mind even after movies. But anyway, whatever.
2: Wayne's World by itself is it's pretty fun. It's yeah. re- it's relentlessly silly, but the characters are endearing enough to me. Uh, Wayne Campbell and Garth. You know, party on Wayne, party on Garth. Fun stuff. And and of course the classic, the Scooby Doo ending. <laughs> oh I man. like that stuff. It's it's got a whole bunch of pop culture things in it. It's fun. It's a great classic rock movie. Wayne's World is where I heard of Jimi Hendrix, so I got nice. to th- I got to thank it for that. It's it's really fun. It's a good time.
0: The second one isn't bad either.
2: I haven't seen the second one. It's, it's fun. You know? What's that like, Wayne's World?
1: Err.
0: No, it's just two. <laughs> oh. It's just Wayne's World 2. Wayne's oh, World okay.
1: 2. Wayne Harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like the same movie, but it's like a little bit more ex- like overexposed. But it's uh,
0: Wayne Harder. Yeah,
1: there's like a fisheye effect. We're on not it. worthy. We're <laughs> not worthy.
2: Oh, man. A bunch of fun phrases in this. No stairway. Denied. <laughs> yeah, I. you guys
0: ever play like at Zabson? You do laser tag? Yeah. I know, TJ, you have at least. Yep. When you shoot. Like, try and shoot one of the bases and it goes denied. Yeah, like, I had no idea that was Wayne's World. De- denied. Okay. <laughs> fun movie, Wayne's World. Uh, if you haven't seen it, like we said, it's got all those pop-, pop culture references. It's sweet, fun. And that'll do it for tonight for Beyond the Real. We'll be back in the studio next Tuesday talking about the Grinch, the girl in the spider's web, and Overlord. Appreciate you tuning in tonight and. Sorry about last week once again, but if you want to stay informed about any sudden cancellations or what you think.
1: (laughs) Get your hottest cancellation news. Or
0: what we think about the movies without tuning in and waiting until next Tuesday. You can follow us on Twitter, Beyond the Real on Twitter. Stay up to date unless either of you got anything to say about it. Bye. We'll be out of here.
2: Catch y'all players later. Have a good night.
1: Bye.